Hey everybody, thanks for listening in on this week's Guidance with Grace podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Dawn. And today is just going to be a short, quick little tip for people who are interested in high-intensity interval training. We did have somebody actually submit a question on this, like, you know, what pointers do you have for beginners? Um, So one pointer that we are going to talk about today is really just kind of focusing on the actual, like reason for doing high intensity interval training which mainly is to burn uh, more calories but also kind of has like that weight loss focus Um, and primarily it's focusing on heart rate Um, the high intensity is kind of measured by heart rate and um, so you have kind of these intervals of low and high whether it's whether you're you know going faster or whether you're doing maybe more resistance on a rowing machine or on a maybe an elliptical that you're using Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do with high intensity you can even do it like separate exercises like kettlebell swings and things like that um, where those are the more intense parts of the workout and then you either have like kind of a small light active rest where you're just like kind of walking catching your breath Um, or if you're on an elliptical or, you know, rowing machine or something where you slow down or you reduce that intensity. So mainly we were talking about earlier, like, you know, what, what's a good tip? And we were talking about heart rate. Yeah. How to measure it and what ranges you should be in during high intensity. Yeah. And that's all really kind of age related. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's usually percentages, uh, based off of your age. So, um, you know, if you're 20 years old, you are, you always start with a base number of 220, um, and then you subtract your age. So that would be 200, uh, for somebody who's 20. Um, but that's just like the maximum heart rate. And it's not necessarily that you want to get there. That's kind of just a starting range to kind of just double check and make sure that you're safe. You don't really want to exceed that number. Um, and then high intensity interval training sometimes focuses kind of on that. Was it eighty percent? Yeah, it's usually around eighty percent. Yeah, where you know of that max heart rate number, that two twenty minus your age, typically want to stay around that. And it's for it depends on the 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 duration of the interval as well. Depending on you know if you're going for ten to fifteen seconds, of course you could push a little bit harder versus if you're going thirty to forty five seconds in that exactly. interval. Um, you would go at a lower percentage or lower intensity um, or resistance on the, you know, on the elliptical, however you're using it to measure the intensity. So, right. You don't want to be like at 80% for a minute or two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, for for very (laughs) long. So it does, that's a great point Don just made is making sure that your interval is appropriate to what your heart rate is and kind of that it matches. You don't really want your heart rate to be that high for that long and there's a ton of different programs out there if you google it I'm sure you'll find a whole bunch of different workout plans you go on Pinterest they probably pop up on your Instagram and see that's when you know stuff that you're going to find on there is going to be based off of speed just because that's something that every treadmill um, you know if we're using a treadmill for an example that's something that every treadmill can you know has that ability to do is most treadmills don't have the ability to measure heart rate or some people don't have a heart rate monitor or fitness tracker that will measure their heart rate accurately for them so that's why we see a lot of like oh you should run it you know nine miles an hour for 30 seconds and then you know rest for 30 seconds or walk around walk for 30 seconds 
um, we'll see that a lot measured in time because if we look at the relationship between cardiovascular fitness and um, and, and cre- the increases that we're trying to get in those percentages, that's going to be a good good spot for some people. It could be slow for other people, but that's going to be a good spot. So that's why sometimes we see those Pinterest um, articles that are measured by time or a resistance level on mm-hmm. an elliptical or something like that. Right. And, you know, as a beginner, it's kind of like confusing, you know, for, for some people. And if you don't have the ability to measure your heart rate and make sure that it's getting up high and that it's also resting um, or going lower during that lower interval, because that's a huge part of this is getting that heart rate back down. Right. So that you can kind of put it back up. It's kind of like when you're... Um, at a red light and you're just waiting there waiting to like race somebody let's say and you sit there and just slam on the gas you're pushing a whole bunch of extra gas out so that's kind of your calories like it's the, I think the science behind it is kind of you're using more calories to get back up from that lower point back mm-hmm. up to the higher right um, point so you energy. do want to make sure your heart rate actually gets lower in some sense and so if you're a beginner 30 seconds on and 30 seconds off may not necessarily be the way to go. Right. You might want to have a longer rest period. Right. And so some of the ratios for rest period, it depends really on what you're trying to train for also. Um, so most of the time when we see these rest periods, they're one-to-one. So if you do a 30-second sprint, you're going to rest mm-hmm. for 30 seconds. And the idea is in that 30 seconds, your heart rate should be able to get to that lower point where you're trying to you know, bring it back down to. But there are some intensities, you know, if you're going at a higher intensity for 15 seconds, you might need more than that 15. So it's not really a one-to-one ratio anymore. It's a one-to, you know, one-to-two. You know, maybe you need 30 seconds or even longer from that 15-second effort to really let your body rest and recover, especially if you're pushing those intensities, you know, even up around 90 to 95% of your max heart rate, which, you know, is is safe to do for those shorter durations. Right, those 15 seconds, Mm -hmm. super short durations. And really, I think you just have to make sure that you're feeling okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And if anything starts to feel odd or like, you know, dizzy, dizzy. yeah, you know, that there's no reason to push through that, guys. Um, So many people want to just like, oh, no pay, no gain. That's Mm -hmm. like one of those things I actually hate the most. (laughs) Because a lot of people take that into like super literal terms when they're doing exercise and then people are like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Like, you you can kind of, yeah, you can listen to your body and kind of prevent that in a way. And sometimes in our sprints that I do, we get progressively faster as they go. So we might start at, you know, our first 30-second sprint might be 9 miles an hour, but we'll go up to 9.3, 9.5, 9.8, 10. And sometimes when I get up around that higher speed... I might need a little bit more rest Mm -hmm. than just, you know, and it just depends on the day. Some days I feel really great, and at 30 seconds I'm ready to jump right back on and and go. But then also other days, you know, and again, I have to listen to my body, listen to the cues that it's giving me, and say, you know what, I need 15, you know, an extra 10, 15 more seconds of rest, especially at that higher speed. So. And it's okay to do that, yeah. what Don was saying. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what setting, if you're by yourself, if you're with a partner, even if you're in the class setting, guys, make sure that you still are trying to tune into your body and just kind of 
be more mindful of, you know, what you're actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes exercise can be overwhelming, especially if it is intense like that, but you do have to kind of stay tuned in and don't just try to shut it out. Right. You want to make sure that you're feeling okay still. Yeah, so definitely. Be safe. For sure. Safety is like the number one thing here, especially, especially in a class setting when yeah. People aren't able to always be right there. Keep and an see eye it. on you. Yeah. Know, the coach or the instructor might not be able to be right there and keep an eye on you. Yeah, for sure. And knowing your limits. Yeah. 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 Being able to accept when you're when you're ready to be done. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just need more rest. Right. No. Exactly. Right. If you need another minute or so, that's fine. I'm like the first one would be like, I need another minute because yeah. I have asthma. So <laughs> I need to make sure I don't have like an attack. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea yeah. to avoid that. So. Um, but if you guys have any other questions about high intensity interval training, thanks for submitting the question originally, whoever that was, and definitely submit more questions if you want to follow up on it. Be more than happy to answer your questions. You can come into the conditioning center in Delaware Hall 083 and put a slip in the box and fill it out. Or you can definitely go to our social media, Facebook, uh, you can find us CSCC College Recreation and Wellness, or Twitter and Instagram, CSCC underscore CRW. Thanks again. I'm Grace. And I'm Dawn. And we will see you next week with Guidance with Grace. Have a good one. Bye.